Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. If I'm going into Wisconsin... Well, I got the kicked out of me in Wisconsin once. Forget it. Snap count on my mind, Romo hand on my butt. I'm the center, and that's what's up, yeah. I touch the ball on every play. And if you see me coming at you, it's time to pray. I got a big beard and a real mean streak. In the bedroom, I'm a super freak. I once say the whole honey-baked ham. Ask a DT who the f*** I am. My name is Frederick. Yeah. Travis Frederick. (laughs) My name is Frederick. Yeah. Travis Frederick. All right, it is big charity golf event at Top Golf in the Colony is coming up this Tuesday, May the fourteenth. Uh, he's going to be out there, seven o'clock golf and a really really nice dinner out there, all for a wonderful cause, the Travis Frederick Blocking Out Hunger Foundation. Here he is to talk about that and much more. The great Travis Frederick. How you doing today, Travis? I'm doing great. How are you guys? Hey, we're doing really really well. Appreciate you taking the time to jump on. Uh, gosh, I'm I'm looking at this, you know. Top Golf on Tuesday night. The Ben and Skin Show will be broadcasting there. And obviously, thank you to Albertsons and Tom Thumb for helping to make this happen. But there's still tickets available. All the proceeds going to the Blocking Out Hunger Foundation for TravisFrederick.org. And there's still sponsorships available and a few tickets remaining. Is that correct? That is correct. Yeah, we have a, a great group of guys that's going to be out there this year. And uh, buying a sponsorship allows you to have a, a whole bay to yourself. Um, with one of these players, uh, and then there's obviously tickets available as well. Um, well, you can golf with a player, uh, you can golf without a player, or you can just be around. And uh, it's going to be a great evening, and we're really looking forward to it. Yeah, in the past, Travis, your events have been very inclusive of the whole team. There's always a great auction involved, and usually a lot of the players are involved in the auction, including a lot of the youngsters. And there's a very prominent Cowboy rookie that is in the mix with you guys and one Connor McGovern. So has the gauntlet been thrown down? Must he appear at this? And if he doesn't, he's immediately got problems with the rest of the crew. So far, no gauntlet has been thrown. However, uh, we'll see what happens come Monday. The guys are just coming in. Um, they have their physicals and their sort of introductory meetings for rookie minicamp uh, starting tonight. So their rookie minicamp will go over the weekend. And the first time that they're introduced to the veterans is Monday. So uh, with a quick turnaround between Monday and Tuesday, uh, it's good and bad. They don't necessarily know us. However, they probably don't have anything going on because they just moved to Dallas. <laughs> okay, so and and this is interesting. This happens from time to time. I, I know it's not something you you like to talk about, but you know people that are in your craft, other linemen, uh, know all about the Dallas Cowboys offensive line. Your reputation precedes you, and people know. I mean, a lot of times you have guys join the team that are already a fan of your offensive line, so people are probably familiar with you guys. Uh, for being so excellent. However, they may not know about your work ethic or how hard you guys uh, hit it in the weight room or, or kind of your, I don't know, clubhouse rules that you have within your offensive line group. So what 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 advice, if you were just an outsider looking in and you said, and what advice would you give to a young offensive lineman who was hoping to join uh, the Dallas Cowboys and be an important part of what you guys have cooking with your offensive line chemistry? You know, I think the best advice that I can give to a young guy that would be joining the group is bring your lunch pail. Um, and what I mean by that is uh, every day that we come in, we're going to go to work. Um, whether or not 
we're lifting or we're running or practice or meetings, whatever it is, when we're doing that, that's what we're doing. And we, we do that in other areas too. You know, when we are going to go out together uh, to dinner, everybody shows up on time. Everybody gets there and participates in the conversation. Everything that we do, we try to do at a high level, and we try to include the whole group in doing that. So we're obviously excited to have uh, some new guys coming in, but what we try to instill in them very early is that we're going to do things together, but we're going to work really hard together. You know, I was reading, I believe it was a Mishota piece last week, just talking about, you know, working out up there and – you know, you guys aren't hitting or doing anything. You're just kind of working out. But you've been up there because he had mentioned that you and Witten had both been up there, and it's kind of like uh, old faces back, obviously for different reasons. Witten retired. You had to miss last year. But how do you feel? How often are you up there? Are you actually working out with Witten? What, what is the scene like for you right now? Yeah, right now um, I've been involved in everything as far as the offseason program goes. So at this point, we've, we've transitioned into what I think we call phase two. I get confused at what they are. But really, it starts with uh, some captain's workouts, where it's workouts that are run by some of the older guys. Then you can start working out with, without um, necessarily that. You can have the strength coaches and everybody involved, and you can be asked to be there. Uh, after that, you start doing what we call teaching sessions. And it starts with just a couple of meetings. Uh, where you start introducing uh, installs and things like that. And now we've moved into the portion where you can actually be on the field for a period of time as well. So being on the field, uh, like you said, it's non-contact. All you're doing is moving around. You're doing the football movements. Uh, you're practicing some of the drills that you can do without having contact with other players. And it's a good way to kind of knock the rust off uh, moving back into things. I remember the first time you told us about your Madden rating. You were like, guys, uh, have you guys seen my Madden rating? We were like, what is that? And you explained it all to us. And then last year, going into the season, you were at a 96. I remember because you cornered us and told us at a party. Um, now, you really don't care about that, but we do. We, we enjoy that. I do. So I'm curious about how close to 100% you are. You know, Coming back from the adversity that you fought through, do you feel like you're 100% Travis Frederick where you were right going into last year before this happened? You know, I feel really good about where I'm at, um, both in recovery from GBS and also from uh, the off-season surgeries and repairs that I've had done. Um, we're just finally starting to get to the end of the, uh, the shoulder rehab here, so um, that'll start to free up a little bit of my activity. But as far as the GBS goes, I feel really, really good. And it's going to be hard to tell uh, whether or not I'm back to exactly 100% until I can go against another player at full speed uh, in full pads, you know, so I, I don't think we're actually going to know until training camp, but all signs currently are pointing to uh, really good things. And that is freaking awesome. Travis Frederick joining us on the Ben and skin show one Oh five, three, the fan. So we were playing clips earlier this week from Jerry Jones talking to Michael Irvin on a rich Eisen podcast or something thereabouts. <laughs> and it was really fun because Michael Irvin's had his doubts about Kellen Moore and Jerry, the <laughs> ultimate salesman, sold him on Kellen Moore and then Michael Irvin bringing all that Michael energy. It was, it was really fun. But, you know, you know Kellen really, really well. I'm curious mm -hmm. what your opinion is on what kind of an impact he can have in his first year on the team. Like, what are, as the offensive coordinator, what are some of the tangible things that a, a football fan might be able to notice where Kellen will have an impact, in your opinion? Yeah, I'm really excited to have Kellen around. You know, I've told you guys this before. But as we get deeper into things, it's really interesting to see the way that he sees the game. You know, a lot of stuff is probably going to be very similar. Um, but even 
down to the little things of the way that he organizes the plan, it makes it easier for the players to understand because he's been in that position very recently as a player um, to have seen it and, and been through that. So even down to those little tiny things about the order that the plays are installed and how they're organized in our game plans and, and that kind of stuff is going to be really good. And then obviously he's going to have his own flair on things. Um, you're, you try to stay within the realms of, of the offense, but he's always got great ideas about new things that we can doing, be doing and adaptations to older plays and things that we've seen done in other areas or on other teams that can be helpful and successful in our system as well. So um, I think you see sort of a, a young guy that's willing to go out uh, outside of the box and think about some new stuff, but still try and keep it uh, in touch, which is really helpful for the players because when you're trying to get some of that new stuff, if it, if it doesn't go along with what you've previously done, it makes it really difficult to do um, in the games. So you try and ad- adapt things to fit in and uh, move you in a great direction. And I think he's done just that. Well, we flat out love you. We love having you on the show, but uh, we're super proud of the work you do in the community. I mean, uh, you're an incredible ambassador for the Dallas Cowboys. Your charitable endeavors are are, are massive, and, and Tuesday night's no, difference, uh, no different. Travis Frederick's Golf Challenge presented by Albertsons and Tom Thumb. You can go to travisfrederick.org uh, or Blocking Out Hunger, and you can click on Events. And then you'll see the golf page. And if you scroll down a little bit, it'll tell you about it. And you can click. It says click here for tickets and more information. And so you can buy tickets to the event. You could buy an entire bay as a sponsor. But the all you know, Travis is being humble. There's a lot of Dallas Cowboys that will be there on Tuesday night at Top Golf in the Colony. Hurry up and get your tickets now before this sells out. Again, TravisFrederick.org. Click on events and go to the golf event. You'll be able to click here for tickets and more info. Um, but you mentioned that your advice for any linemen joining you guys would be bring your lunch pail, and you've done a lot of work to help feed uh, so many people here in the Metroplex with blocking out hunger. Mm-hmm. thought maybe you could power rank things that are in a lunch pail. Oh, uh, and interesting. Let's, so let's see how many ship he has. Number seven. Seven. You put seven things in your lunch pail, shippy. Yeah, man. Got to eat. Well, what are the okay. seven best things? Oh, okay. Well, seven things. Well, uh, the seventh is the least important of the things in your lunch pail, and that's your bag of chips. You know, whatever it is, we've already power ranked chips previously, uh, but whatever your, your chip is, that is the least important. Because if you put it in your lunch pail, it's going to get smashed up anyway. Hey, why, uh, why are you against chips? I don't understand. No, I, I just don't think that in your lunch pail it's a great idea to, wow. to be keeping those chips. Um, I think they're going to get crushed up. So then in that case, mm. they're probably the least important. Are you suggesting that you walk around with chips in your pocket and everything else in your lunch pail? Well, I think that, you know, if you have like a little a little pouch that you could keep outside of a lunchbox, maybe that would be the best way to keep Man, chips. I just feel like such a fool after all these nice things I've said about you. Now your list sucks so bad. <laughs> God. Let's see, if the rest, let's see if the rest of your list picks it up here just to save everything. Let's see where it goes from here. Is he a kangaroo? Number six. <laughs> Number six is your fruit. You know, I think it's important to have fruit in your life. You've got to, you know, have an apple or an orange or a banana in your lunch pail. But uh, that's probably my least favorite uh, option uh, to be having and eating. You know, it's it's just a little, it's a little too healthy for me. But you like it better than chips. I do, yeah, because <laughs> the chips get all crushed up. Do you want to change the order of that? No, no. I okay. said the least favorite thing to eat, if the chips are fully intact <laughs> and they're outside of your lunchbox, 
they are obviously better. But Coming up next, Travis starts over. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't understand a satellite chip container. All right, uh, number five in your lunch pail is uh, is your silverware. What? Number four in your lunch pail is uh, your extra condiments that you keep in there. Um, it's Condom. very important. To have Why do you have condoms? <laughs> you got to have condiments. Oh, condiments. Uh, yes. Yeah. I mean, your mustard, your ketchup, got uh, it. potentially relish, depends on what you're, what you're having to eat. Hmm. Open condom star. I thought he kept his condoms in his pouch. I didn't know. <laughs> <it>. <laughs> All right. Number three in your lunch pail is, is your drink, obviously. You know, um, I know I pack my son's lunch sometimes for school. Got to have his apple juice, otherwise his whole day is thrown off. So, yeah. you know, it could be that. It could be a water, whatever it is. Thermos? Number two. Number two is your sandwich. I think it's an integral part to your, uh, to your lunch. It's important to have, uh, you know, something of substance. Uh, I think of the sandwiches, you know, I was going to make for my lunch, I'd make a peanut butter and jelly. All right, but I, I feel like the sandwich is the headliner act. And now you've relegated no. it to the two holes. No, so no, no, it's number two. There's something far more important. I hate a squash sandwich. I might put that in my pouch. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's fair. You know, personally, I like them sandwich with my I condoms. I do too. I do like it to be squashed a little bit. All right. Me too. Thanks. Man. Number one, one, one. Number one, the most important thing in your lunch pail is the ice pack that keeps everything nice. Oh, what a vet. Yeah. What a vet. Wow. In our faces, man. You totally redeemed yourself. (laughs) And I I would not cool down those chips either. So I would have the (laughs) chips. Again, why the chips shouldn't be in the retail. Right. Just like cold squash chips sucks. It's got to be tough to fit a chimp in your lunch pail. We're always way more critical of your list when we're not there in person and you can't reach us. I can't wait to see you guys. We're going to be like, hey, Travis, great list the other day. (laughs) Man, I thought about it. I totally redid my whole lunchbox strategy after. For that that was brilliant. I'm You're right. Chip set. <laughs> All right, man. Hey, thank you so much, and we'll see you on Tuesday. We're going to be broadcasting from Top Golf in the Colony again. Can't implore everybody enough. Hurry up, go get tickets while they last. Go to travisfrederick.org. Click on events. You'll see the golf event. You can click on the a little gray area that says click here for tickets and more information. There are still tickets available. Come hang out with the entire Dallas Cowboys roster. Or a good portion of it's going to be there. Travis, thanks for your time, man. Thanks for having me, guys. All right, there he goes, Travis Frederick. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.